going to pour our Kool-Aid down the throats of a new global audience that's going to learn that it all started here tonight. Lovely, thank you for joining us on this episode, special episode of the uh, Squared Circle podcast. How are you? I'm wonderful, you know, trying to stay cozy in cold Los Angeles, which I know probably to you is not cold at all. So <laughs> It's freezing here. But it is yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm spoiled now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for our listeners, uh, Tyra is actually wearing a very festive uh, black Christmas hat. I absolutely love it. I have a Christmas, you know, death doll sweatshirt. Oh. Too, you know, I had to stay in theme. <laughs> absolutely amazing. Okay, so, um, right. So, yeah. So since um, you returned on the impact, uh, to Impact, um, it's been, it was about a three-year gap, wasn't it? I believe um, from when you left. Was it two? Was it two, three? There was a gap between when you left. Uh, it was honestly a year. <laughs> was it a year? It was a, yeah. it was a year. Oh, it, it, felt so long. Long. it was a very long year, but it was a year. <laughs> oh, it was a very long year. Um, when you returned, did you feel that much had changed, or was it? Did it still feel home to you? Um, it definitely still felt homey to me. I mean, some there were some new faces and some old faces and, you know, people coming in and out. But all, overall, the energy was still there the way that I left it. And uh, yeah, it was it was really great. Yeah. So I my last impact pay-per-view would have been January, second week of January 2021. And then I returned April of 2022. So like just over a year uh, at the WrestleMania show. So that kind of gives you a timeline. <laughs> I think I think it's the pandemic that's kind of caused. Oh that yeah, issue. no, like there's this like, vortex, like a vortex of time that just in, is invisible, and I don't feel like we aged or lived through it at all. I <laughs> just try to ignore it. <laughs> so you've had a very successful year, uh, knockouts tag team champion. Uh, congratulations. Um, a lot of people feel um, have an opinion these days on women's tag team wrestling has really, really grown um, over the last uh, sort of few years, and that. Um, from what you've seen worldwide, uh, from your own experience, what, what, do, how do you feel about the current state of tag team wrestling uh, in women's divisions a- across the world? Um, I'm just thrilled that you know Impact it has a very is building a very strong female women's knockouts tag team division, and I feel like there needs to be more attention to that on the indies. I definitely don't see really established tag teams, women's tag teams, as much as there are the guys, but if we allow those women opportunities, if we allowed more women's tag team matches to happen, I feel like that will continue to grow. So, you know, you look at some really established women like the Hex, uh, you could look at Blonde Force Trauma, you could look at um, some of the tag teams in NWA that have been, you know, doing their work there and stuff like that. So I just really think that we just need to keep pushing. It's obviously working. People are invested. Uh, and yeah, I'm just excited to be representing women's, you know, knockouts world tag team gold uh, for the second time this year. And with my brilliant. best friends, the Death Dolls, duh. Absolutely. Uh, again, being able to defend on the three free bird rule. Um, that's one of the things I love about uh, trio groups as well is, is that free, free bird rule. Because it keeps things a little bit unpredictable sometimes. I, lo- I love that. Um, the Impact Wrestling Knockouts Division has always maintained a vastly impressive roster combined of women such as Mickey James, Gail Kim, Madison Rain, who have been around Impact on off for years. 
Um, many people, um, fans across the world, think that Impact have always had one of the very strongest, uh, absolute best uh, women's divisions in, in, in the world. Uh, for someone who's... Um, <laughs> Absolutely, and rightly so. And then obviously you've got people like yourself, Jordan Grace, Rosemary Sue Young, Diana Perazzo, someone who you speak very, very well. Um, what do you think that makes the knockouts division stand out above the rest? Hmm. Um, I definitely think that we are just overall as a roster, and I'm going to say this for all of Impact, we are a bunch of misfit toys and we all have to just work a lot harder sometimes uh, to get the recognition when we're putting out a lot of work. And so I just think that, you know, that sets us apart to be completely honest. And for the women, like we are given time, you will see more than one women's match on a impact show on a pay-per-view. Uh, the tag team titles are being pushed, you know, at the forefront, along with multiple knockouts matches from grudge matches to death matches to, to last woman standing and ultimate X and queen of the mountain and all this stuff. So it's, that's what sets us apart. You know, we have the trust of our, of the people behind the scenes to do the work and we never disappoint. And from, from a fan's perspective, uh, and I can speak for myself, that is one of the things that I think that impacts does separate from everyone else is as you did the list that you've just mentioned of the the, the types of matches there's literally a little bit of everything um that that you women are competing for and getting involved in and that doesn't tend to happen very often um in other promotions across the world so i think that that from a fan's perspective i think what you've just said there it just hits the nail on the head on that one um so Obviously, everyone knows that you were released from NXT, as we know, so I'm not going to go through that one because I know you've answered that one oh, um, to, to uh, many, many a times. <laughs> um, uh, apart from the in-ring action, um, are there any other aspects of the wrestling business that you see yourself maybe wanting to try out uh, either whilst you're still competing or maybe when you decide to step away from in-ring competition? Are there other possibilities you want Obviously, to explore? I think this is such an interesting business you know and I clearly have an interest in television and production and movies and stuff like that so I definitely want to learn not necessarily throw myself into it now because I still love being in the ring constantly I'm obsessed clearly uh but I really want to learn about the aspect of writing for wrestling and how you know how that that creative process works and pick Jimmy Jacobs brain and be like tell me all the things and uh and also just the production aspect of it because uh there's so many moving parts and you don't really get a chance to see that when you're, you're an in-ring competitor because you're doing all these other things. So um, I just, you know, I slowly want to start learning how to do that stuff. Why not? I feel like more women should be in positions to be involved in those sides of the business, uh, you know, an agent and, and do different things and be part of creative teams. And I think that I would be really great for that. So I just want to learn. And I feel like life is about continuing to learn no matter what. And uh, I'm just going to continue to do that. Uh, yeah, that's 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 wonderful to hear because um, some people they they compete they step away 
And, you know, and that happens a lot, especially with, with uh, female wrestlers as well. Once they seem to have done what they've done in their careers in the ring, you don't see many getting involved in other aspects um, these days. And so that would be something refreshing to see is to encourage more female wrestlers to get involved and do some of the other stuff uh, production wise and um, booking agency and things like that. that yeah. And I think it's definitely like part of the pay it forward mentality. You know, I have these different experiences than anybody else. And I would love to be able to help women, you know, advance and get better and figure out where they fit in in this crazy circus of professional wrestling. And I, you know, look at someone like Gail Kim, who is an absolute badass icon. I could only wish to be, you know, like Gail Kim. Like she is amazing and fabulous, and she really pays it forwards and take care, pays it forward and takes care of the women at Impact Wrestling. And uh, you know, I think that we should all be like that. We should all grow up and be like Gail Kim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gail, Gail Kim's uh, just—I uh, mean, she's one of the huge stable names when it comes to female wrestling anywhere. Um, that that goes without saying. Um, so. Where do you see yourself? I mean, obviously, you're Knockouts Tag Team Champion, as we've, we've uh, touched on earlier. Um, when it comes to R, R I can see it. It's a gorgeous title. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, obviously, when you look at the likes of Jordan Grace, etc., where do you see beyond in, in 2023 when it comes to the Knockouts uh, Women's Championship, the Knockouts Championship? What, what, what... Uh, I mean, I can see that you've got that glitter, that little glitter in your eye right now when I'm mentioning <laughs> that. So um, do you, did you see, um, did, did you see Jordan holding on to that title for quite some time? Because that, she is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I mean, she won the knockouts championship uh, from, from me at the beginning of 2020, if we remember. Um, yeah. So I've just watched Jordan evolve as a performer over the last four or five years. And it's just staggering leaps and bounds, like how much she's changed her, you know, in the ring, uh, outside of the ring, her look, everything. So uh, she definitely is a really great, wonderful, talented woman, strong woman. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why not? I, mean, I have wrestled Jordan many times. I know her very well, as well as multiple uh, former knockouts uh, champions that are on our roster right now. And uh, I definitely think that we could definitely do that again. I would love to go after the knockouts title. I, mean, I am the longest reigning knockouts champion of all time. Let's just put that out there. And the longest reigning reign and reigning champion of all time. And a two time knockouts world tag team champion and current as of now so i just know that my work speaks for itself and i should be able to have that opportunity to go after the knockouts title and i hope that that happens in 2023 and uh we'll just have to see how it plays out and um you know now i have backup i have death dolls so <laughs> the power of three times three and i definitely think that we'll see some really cool stuff coming up next year Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing as well, because obviously you continue to get better and better. And as we've said, Jordan's got better and better as well. So when it culminates in you two clashing again for the title, I think we could probably expect fireworks uh, when, yeah, when that been, And it's been a while, right? So yeah, I am not the same person that I was two years ago at all. So, 
just even just like how I how I think about things, how I feel about the business, how I how I react to things. So I know that like everyone can see her changes and stuff and I hope people can see mine and I know that that will just be like a whole new dynamic when we eventually you know face each other again that's wonderful so who was your who was your hero in the business who did you look up to the most uh when you you know you watched them and thought you know I I, that's one this is what I want to do this is the person I want to I want to kind of go in that direction who who was kind of who did you look to the most I'm Canadian, and so obviously the answer is Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. <laughs> yeah, Trish Stratus. I loved Trish Stratus. I love Trish Stratus. Uh, I think she definitely was the one that I was like, oh, okay. Like, I I need to do this and be involved. You know, it was her, it was Lee, uh, Lita, obviously. I kind of followed in her footsteps with me going to Mexico. I just thought she was just so cool. Like, <laughs> and then I looked at people like uh, Victoria, Lisa Marie, um, and that whole kind of diva era. Uh, and that's the reason like I got into wrestling. That's also the reason I got into fitness competition because some of those women, Tori Wilson, Victoria, Trish, I mean, she was a huge, Canadian fitness icon before she was a wrestler uh you know it I got into fitness competition because of them and I got into wrestling because I thought that that's how I was going to get into wrestling because 12 years ago there wasn't as much talk about how you actually do this from small town Canada so you know I definitely looked to them for you know figuring out the putting the puzzle pieces together of how to get into it Yeah, and, and that's the thing, you know, we, we, we talk about what an illustrious career Trish has had, and she never had it easy. She had to learn and became arguably one of the absolute best in many fans' eyes. And Have you and seen her now? Her. Like, she just doesn't age. She's, like, gorgeous. She and like. <laughs> yeah, I, I met up with Trish and Lita in Dallas. I went over uh, over there at Dallas in April, and I got to see them for the first time in, um, I think it was seven years was the last time I saw them. And when I met Trish previously and I think it was 2015 she had dark hair and I was and it just didn't feel right (laughs) I was like Trish doesn't look right like this but um yes absolutely I mean Lita was always my favorite um just the whole attitude the way she could get involved and mix it up with the guys I absolutely love that um so yeah for our listeners as well uh, just as as I want to touch on uh Impact Insiders YouTube membership um, there are two levels available for that as well. You can have a level one, uh, which gives you weekly episodes on demand, special loyalty badges, exclusive community posts, or you can go up a notch to level two, which is the ultimate package where you get access to the big four pay-per-view events available just after 30 days, monthly special events, as well as access to the Impact Wrestling Archive, as well as original shows, as well as money off merchandise that the impact store has to offer so um we've also got announced this week um that impact has joined forces with uh the zone uh, uh sports streaming service um that's that's great news um they, they've got a, a really good following 
Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, about that? Yeah, this is huge. You know, it's uh, a way for people to watch Impact Wrestling, the weekly show, as well as also pay all the pay-per-views in 130 countries worldwide now available at DAZN. And for UK fans, it's great for everybody else. I mean, I just want the entire world to know how much I feel, how I feel, how special I feel Impact Wrestling is. And to, to be able to watch it anywhere in the world just makes it so much, so much better. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, Impact uh, for me continues to grow and grow. And again, one of the things I still love about Impact, and I know some of our listeners completely agree, is Impact. It just it feels like such there's a there's an intimacy about the shows as well. Um, it just gives you something a little bit more that some others don't uh, offer you anymore, which is, is a shame. And I like the, the, the way that Impact loves to mix it up. Um, so keeping in theme with our festive uh, time of year, um, I'm going to ask you, uh, this is something that uh, one of our listeners uh, wanted to ask, uh, what is the greatest Christmas gift you've ever received? And what is the strangest gift you've ever received? Okay, best Christmas gift, I was 11 years old, 12. Uh, and we, so we're from Victoria, British Columbia, and we went to Vancouver, which is, you know, you take a ferry boat to Vancouver to the mainland, uh, for Christmas to stay with like my aunts and uncles and stuff. And my mom and dad, me and my sister opened a giant box of on that morning and inside it was full of oranges and bananas and potatoes and weird things. But at the bottom of it was a card that said, we are leaving in the morning for Disneyland. And I remember that being like the coolest thing and I and even 12 year old me just looked at my mom and was like what clothes did you pack for me like mortified <laughs> like you packed my clothes uh but I just remember going on this amazing trip to Disneyland and I still like now that I live in Los Angeles and I talked to John about you know Disneyland and how much it was like a big deal for me because in Canada and you know you're in the UK when you see all the commercials on television you're a little kid that's a big big deal and I'm like you're spoiled you lived and grew up here you don't understand so that was definitely the best kind of like magical Christmas moment for me as far as weird I don't know I can't nothing really stands out to me and yeah I maybe I'm just I've had really good Christmases and I have people that buy me really good lovely thoughtful gifts so i don't really have a weird answer sorry about that no, no that, that, that's that's great that's great um final thing just to touch upon um fans here over here in the uk can catch you and john uh, at the ending engine shed in lincoln on saturday february 18th for one pw's no turning back event uh, the show is also set to feature ruby soho from all elite wrestling rhino david richards and many more to be announced tickets are on sale now at one pwtix.com meet and greet tickets are also available so get there and they can get to meet you and john as well uh, i'm hoping to be there as well sure that's gonna be a great night of action um how do you feel about coming back to the uk again I know I was just going to say, I'm like my return, my post pandemic return. I'm very excited. And uh, obviously I've never, John and I have never gone to the UK to wrestle together. Both times it was, I was by myself doing stuff so, that I went. So uh, this is really fun. We're, I'm excited to go. I'm excited to see and reconnect with the fans. I love the UK fans. I love how much you guys scream and yell and sing and do all the stuff. <laughs> I love it because it also reminds me of Lucha crowds because Lucha Libre crowds can also be very inv involved in the performance. You guys are part of the show. So uh, I'm excited to be back and I'm excited to make my debut at 1PW and, and see what happens. 
I cannot wait, and I'm sure everyone else here cannot wait. So, yeah, guys, head over to 1pwtix.com. Meet and greet tickets are also available. Head there for the show on February 18th, and you can get to see John and Taya both in action, as well as some other huge names from the world of wrestling. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. It's been okay. a pleasure to speak to you. I really appreciate you taking time out. And uh, from myself, our listeners, and my co-host, Andy, we wish you and John all the very best for the holidays and a happy and healthy new year. Um, so we're going to sign out for that. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, guys, uh, remember to drop your questions in and uh, we will get some answered and we will let you know who our next interview will be. But for now, from Tyre Valkyrie at Impact Wrestling Knockouts Tag Team Champion, thank you so much. Ain't no slowing down, ain't no stopping me. Ain't no stopping me. Guess who's back around, guess who's got the keys. Start it up, start it up, soon as I put it in drive. Just what they say when I take it, secure number five.